Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton, and this, this is The Standout 7. Hello and welcome to the weekend edition of The Smart 7. We've got the biggest, best and strangest stories of the week for you in the next seven minutes. Remember, if you're listening to us on Spotify as part of your daily drive playlist, you can just hit the follow button to get regular Smart 7 updates. With a new episode each weekday at 7am. Yesterday was Budget Day, yay! And Chancellor Rishi Sunak laid out his three-part plan, which include raising taxes to the highest level they've been since the 1960s, but not until 2026. This budget meets the moment with a three-part plan to protect the jobs and livelihoods of the British people. First, we will continue doing whatever it takes to support the British people and businesses through this moment of crisis. Yes, yes, all right, but what's in the budget for me? Well, it's time for the Inception-style mini-budget Smart 7. Introducing free ports, more tax relief and simpler customs procedures for business. The super deduction, two-year tax break for companies. The furlough extended to September. Corporation tax to rise to 25% from 2025. Stamp duty holiday continues until June and 95% mortgages allowed for first-time buyers. No rise in national insurance or VAT. Wine, beer and fuel duties frozen. That's a bit weird. Keir Starmer wasn't impressed even by that. Anyway, he says the government's missed an opportunity. Instead, what we got was a budget that papered over the cracks rather than rebuilding the foundations. A budget that shows the government doesn't understand what went wrong in the last decade or what's needed in the next. There were an additional 6,573 cases of COVID-19 yesterday and a further 242 deaths announced. The government also announced a new surge testing programme in Stockton-on-Tees and Brent after cases of the South African variant were discovered there. Matt Hancock was on an away day in Scotland, but he says it's important that the vaccines are updated to cope with the new variants as they arise. Safety is very important, obviously, but also so is pace, because that's that's what keeps people safe by getting them uh, the vaccine. So uh, I'm really delighted with the, 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 the news that the regulator, the MHRA, has set out today, so that we'll be able to get uh, new versions uh, ready if they're needed. Uh, very quickly. And the World Health Organization's Dr Hans Kluge warned we're not out of the woods yet. Last week, new cases of COVID-19 in Europe rose 9% to just above 1 million. This brought a promising six-week decline in new cases to an end, with more than half of our region seeing increasing numbers of new infections. The investigation into the events at the US Capitol building on the 6th of January continues. An FBI director, Christopher Wray, testified yesterday in front of the Senate. We've identified hundreds of suspects and opened hundreds of investigations in all but one of our 56 field offices. 
And of those identified, we've arrested already more than 270 individuals to date, over 300 when you include the ones of our partners, with more subjects being identified and charged just about every single day. The FBI is committed to seeing this through, no matter how many people it takes or how long or the resources we need to get it done. As the US continues its vaccine rollout, Dolly Parton, who donated a million dollars to help develop the vaccines, got her first shot yesterday. And she even wrote, or, well, rewrote a song for the occasion. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Because once you're dead, then that's a bit too late. <laughs> I know I'm trying to be funny now, but I'm dead serious about the vaccine. Hey you, do you fancy a free trip to the moon? Well, you need to speak to Japanese billionaire Yusaka Maezawa. He's organising what he calls the Dear Moon Project, and he wants to select eight people to join him on a SpaceX flight around the moon and back in 2023. To qualify, you just have to help other people and greater society in some way. Well, I'm sorted. Elon Musk explains how it works. What's really significant about the Dear Moon mission is that it'll be the first uh, private space flight, first commercial space flight uh, with humans beyond Earth orbit. We're going to go past the moon, so it'll actually end up being further. Uh, this, this mission, we expect uh, people will go further than any human has ever gone from planet Earth. Still to come on the Standout 7, we catch up on the Golden Globes and Paris Hilton's been faking it like the whole time. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone, well, almost everyone, has been waiting for the highly anticipated Meghan and Harry interview with Oprah. So it was quite surprising when Harry popped up with James Corden on Friday. Filmed mostly outdoors, James asked why he and Meghan felt they had to walk away from the royal family. It was never walking away. It was it was stepping back rather than stepping down. Right. Um, you know, it was a really difficult environment, as I think a lot of people saw. We all know what the British press can be like. And it was destroying my mental health. I was really? like, this is toxic. Yeah. So I did what any husband and what any father would do, is like, I need to get my family out of here. But we never walked away. And as far as I'm concerned, whatever decisions are made on that side, I will never walk away. She's probably the original influencer, and apart from being a hotel heiress, she made fortunes selling everything from reality TV to perfumes. Yeah, thanks. But it turns out Paris Hilton was playing a role all along, she told Jimmy Fallon. A lot of it was a character, I think, just from going through all those traumatic experiences as a teenager. Yeah. When I got out of there, I just kind of built this shell around me, almost like a mask where I could hide behind this character. Um, and I developed that and then I got the simple life. And then once that happened, it became on a bigger level because I had to do that in public. And then I kind of just got stuck with the character because it was just easier for me to pretend to be someone else. But I always knew exactly what I was doing. 
Last night saw the first event of award seasons with the Golden Globes hosted in a socially distant fashion from New York and Los Angeles. I'm Tina Fey coming to you from the beautiful Rainbow Room in New York City where indoor dining and outdoor muggings are back. Yes. And I am Amy Poehler here at the Beverly Hilton District 7, New Angeles. And this is the 78th annual Hunger Games. Golden Globes. Golden Globes. There were plenty of big wins on the night for the Brits, including Daniel Kalula, John Boyega, Anya Taylor-Joy, Rosamund Pike and The Crown. Chloe Zhao became only the second ever woman to win Best Director after Barbara Streisand for Nomadland. Thank you, uh, Hollywood Foreign Prize, and thank you, my fellow nominees. Thank you for making beautiful, beautiful movies. Sasha Baron Cohen won Best Actor in a Comedy for Borat, and he hadn't forgotten little old Donald. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Donald Trump is contesting the result. Um, he's claiming that a lot of dead people voted, which is a very rude thing to say about the HFPA. This has been the Smart Sound. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on the next. Smart Sound.